Hello. Hello. Grace. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I never know whether to pause or not to like, let you say hello or not. <laughs> yeah. And welcome back. We're everything with the girls. I'm Lydia. And I'm Grace. Gotta get, gotta get it in there. Gotta. And we are very glad that you've come to listen to us, mainly me, ramble on about something interesting each week. Because I do ramble a lot. Yeah. I just spent 10 minutes rambling. You just did. <laughs> yeah. I just like, but I rambled about cute stories about my nephew. So that's not necessarily a bad ramble. Yeah, it was okay. I'm here yeah. for it. It's cute. Yeah. It's just something to brighten up your day in lockdown, really, isn't it? Yeah. So this month's theme is Unsolved Mysteries. And today we've decided to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it's so unenthusiastic. <laughs> it's the end of the day. Yeah, I'm putting like, very low energy. I'm low energy yeah. today. And it's my fault because I got distracted with work and we were supposed to do this earlier when we had energy, but I'm not good at timekeeping, okay? So, I need to stop saying so when I'm ready to talk. <laughs> It takes me a while to I do that. My, anyway. let my brain catch up with yeah. I need to get let my uh, brain catch up with my speech sometimes. We're pretty sure most of you have heard about the Bermuda Triangle, but if you're not too knowledgeable on the topic, then keep listening. Obviously, because that's why you're here. And if you know all about it, still keep listening because you're obviously interested in it. And I've just seen the next line of this. <laughs> Excuse me. I wrote this thing. Grace seems to think. Grace seems to think that you should carry on listening just to hear about my rants, which I am sure are entertaining for some people. They're entertaining for me. I listen when I'm editing. I'm like, oh, yeah, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking genius, God. Why has no one snatched you up? <laughs> Why has no one booked you to do a TED talk yet? That's what I think. <laughs> Like, everyone sit down and listen to me. Thank you very much. Let's all tune in today <laughs> to see if Lydia can find a way to bring up Donald Trump. Hey, you bring it up most of the time. I just go with it. You just brought him up now, and I'm going to choose not to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. That is gross, people. <laughs> Have you seen what's that picture? It's like um, like a really petty reply, and then they delete it, and they just put okay, and they're like, Gross. oh i went on a walk yesterday i found a cute country park behind my house and everything listening to red-handed right which you shouldn't do in a forested area when you're on your own anyway because you're just gonna freak yourself out aren't you so i'm walking up the path like coming back home and it's like one of those paths where the trees are all overgrown at the top and things so it's very like very calming and autumnal and yeah or spooky right so this is where the spooky shit gets in right get into the episode where they're like okay this is how he killed her like this is how he lured her in all this right and this couple are walking towards me with a dog the dog runs up to me as dogs do and i'm like oh hey cutie like stroking a little bit as i'm walking past carry on walking past this couple you know you just do the little little hello because we're english and we say hi to everyone and i look back the woman has carried walking on but the man has like suddenly turned around and he's walking pretty quickly back up the path towards me 
Uh, and I'm like bombing it up this hill. I'm like, not today, sir. You are not getting me today. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I, like, I think it re- he realized like why it was a bit dodge because then he suddenly like slowed down and like held back a little bit. <laughs> Of all situations I've been in, there has never been a time where I'm thinking, this is it. This is it. This is where I'm going to die. <laughs> That's why I don't listen to those kind of podcasts now. Like I went for a walk today and I listened to a podcast about um, Roswell because I can't listen yeah. to Red Handed. I and mean, like, normally I used... I'm okay. And if I go for a run in the morning when it's still dark, I like usually when I run, <laughs> it's a bit weird, but I usually listen to Let's Not Meet. Yeah. Which, if yeah, you don't, yeah. if you don't know it, it's like you emailing this guy like your true like near murder experiences or like weird experiences, and he like reads them all out. And I should listen, I email this in? Yeah, I usually <laughs> listen to it when I run, but I can't listen to it in the dark when I'm running in the dark because it's because where I run is yeah. like an old railway track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like muddy and trees and well, it creeps the shit out of me. I have to listen to like <laughs> I have to listen to like. Girl, put your record on. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, I can't. But, yeah, so that was my uh, near murder experience yesterday. I got back and Me- Megan was like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> like, yes, I like, know I'm going to die. I always like, try and text people if I'm going out, like, going for a walk, just so people know. Yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. If I wasn't, like less than half a mile from home i would have i was about to share my location with you like just in case (laughs) but like because i've got an apple watch it was already tracking my walk so i thought you know what that's safe enough it's all in the cloud like once it's in the cloud you're safe everyone's gonna know where you are so yeah anyway back to the bermuda triangle yeah so the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle or Hurricane Alley, which I did not know, I've only ever referred to it as the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. is a vast expanse of North Atlantic Ocean that has become world-renowned in conspiracy th- circles as a hotspot for mysterious disappearances and paranormal activity. We love a bit of paranormal activity. Oh, the vicinity of the Bermuda Triangle is amongst the heaviest travelled shipping lanes in the world. With ships frequently crossing through it for ports in the Americas, Europe, and the Caribbean islands. The earlier suggestion of unusual activity came from Christopher Columbus's first expedition to the New World in 1492. He reported strange experiences in the Bermuda Triangle when his compass stopped working and he saw strange lights in the sky. That reminds me of, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean and Jack Sparrow's compass never works. Do you know what? I've actually never watched Pirates of the Caribbean. What? So Christopher Columbus has a really weird time in the 1400s, a very long time ago. Um, And there's quite a few famous cases that if you know about the Bermuda Triangle, like you would have heard about them. So we're just going to talk about a couple of them. And then we're going to go on to like some explanations and some theories and stuff. So the first case study is the Star Tiger and the Star Ariel. So on January 30th, 1948, a commercial plane called the Star Tiger vanished from radar whilst flying to Bermuda from the east. Despite having an experienced pilot and crew, the plane was thought to have suffered from poor weather conditions, which blew it off course and it was never seen again. The story doesn't end there. However, during the following year, on the 7th of January 1949, the Star Tiger's sister plane, called the Star Ariel, also crashed when leaving Bermuda heading west. 
What's even more strange is that there's no distress call from either of the pilots nor any indication that anything was wrong during the flight. The weather was excellent for the entire duration and the pilot and crew had flown this route many times before. Strange. A little bit spooky. Similar to um, MH370. Yeah, also it makes me think of Titanic, but I think that's because of the, the names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind of makes me think of Titanic, but... Yeah. Yeah, so spooky. Something spooky's going on. I think the spookiest one is coming up next, if I'm honest. Okay. So... The USS Cyclops was the largest ship in the US Navy, and in 1918, it dis- disappeared without a trace, leaving the fate of 309 crew members unknown. That's 309 families not knowing what happened to them. Ever. Like, that's just mad to yeah. me. And I know you had, had it last week with the flight that disappeared, but, like, that's so many people. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It was the largest loss of life in history of the US Navy, not related to combat. Although there are numerous theories about what happened to the crew and cargo ship, none of them are conclusive. The USS Cyclops was first put into use in 1910 and was a key asset in World War I being used to transport coal and troops to the front lines. In March 1918, the ship was given a new cargo, tons and tons of dense manganese ore which is used in steel making so it left brazil loading with the metal and voyage to barbados to resupply for the long journey home to baltimore so the last known message from the ship said simply weather fair all well but on the nine day journey something went wrong and no one from the ship was ever seen or heard from again what was most bizarre about the disappearance is that no wreckage was ever discovered. An article published by Santa Fe magazine a couple of years after the incident stated, usually a wooden bucket or a cork life preserver identified as belonging to the lost ship is picked up after the wreck, but not so with the USS Cyclops. She <laughs> disappeared <laughs> disappeared as though some gigantic monster of the sea had grabbed her men and all and sent her to the depths of the ocean oh release the kraken oh my god i know another parts of the caribbean reference wow exactly okay claims you've never seen it i reckon it's your favorite film but i think it is it, it is interesting that nothing was found it's the same with the mh370 like yeah that's what we said wasn't it like the, there's always like the littlest thing like yeah it is strange. Okay. So the last case study is Flight 19. On December the 5th, 1945, a routine training flight of five Avenger torpedo bombers departed Fort Lauderdale Naval Station heading east. Their flight plan was simple. It would have been a three-hour exercise taking 14 pilots east for 141 miles, then north for 73 and back to base. However, after making their first manoeuvre, things didn't go according to plan. The squadron leader, Lieutenant Taylor became convinced that his compasses weren't working. The Navy Air Station picked up the following transmission. Both my compasses are out and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down. When the squadron didn't return to base, a rescue aircraft was deployed to look for them. However, this too never returned. 
A tanker off the coast of Florida reported seeing an explosion and observed a widespread oil slick, which was thought to have been this rescue craft. In later reports, it was noted that the flight leader of Flight 19 had been heard saying, We are entering white water. Nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green, no white. After a massive week's long search failed to turn up any evidence, the official Navy report declared that it was as if they had flown to Mars. Such a professional official report there, isn't it? The official report, yeah. I don't know, they're fucking, they've gone to Mars probably. (laughs) There's your explanation. Don't ask us any other questions. But don't you think it's weird that the compasses stopped working? Yeah, definitely. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. But also, these are only a couple of the, like, most famous incidences. But, like, there's countless others that nothing's ever happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So let's go on to the origins of the Bermuda Triangle theory. Because it was not always known as the Bermuda Triangle. It's a That's a modern-day term. So George Sand's article, Sea Mystery at Our Back Door, sounds a bit of a dirty euphemism <laughs> that does. <laughs> Sorry, Claire, if you listen to this. Our <laughs> <Hello>, back door. <laughs> Was the first to lay out the now familiar triangular area where the losses took place, as well as the first to suggest a supernatural element to the Flight 19 incident. In February 1964, Vincent Gaddis wrote an article called The Deadly Bermuda Triangle. That's less of a euphemism there for you. In Pulp Magazine, Argosy, saying Flight 19 and other disappearances were part of a pattern of strange events in the region. Since then, scores of fellow paranormal writers have blamed the triangle's supposed lethalness on everything from aliens, Atlantis and sea monsters to time warps and reverse gravity fields, whereas more scientifically minded theorists have pointed to magnetic anomalies, water spouts or huge eruptions of methane gas from the ocean floor. So, yeah. That's that's the start. So, what is the Bermuda Triangle? The Gaddis Argosy article delineated the boundaries of the triangle, giving its verticals as Miami, San Juan, and Bermuda. So, those are the points that make it the triangle. Subsequent writers do not necessarily follow this definition, however, and some writers give different boundaries to vertices of the triangle. The total area varies from 1.3 million kilometres squared to 3.9 kilometres squared, depending on which theory you're going by. Some theorists even stretch it as far as the Irish coast. So basically the whole fucking ocean Who knew? We can't stay out of it. Who knew? Who knew that the whole ocean was dangerous? Like... <laughs> Um, as a result of this, the determination of which accidents occurred inside the Bermuda Triangle depend on which writer reports them and what the reader constitutes as the Bermuda Triangle. Well, that's, that's, where, that's the first problem there, isn't it? Yeah. So writer Larry Cush, author of the Bermuda Triangle Mystery, argued that many claims of Gaddis and other writers are exaggerated, dubious or unverifiable. Cush also suggested 
that the number of ships and aircraft reported missing in the area is not significantly greater, proportionally speaking, than in any other part of the ocean. Now, I kind of would argue against that. that. Really? I mean, maybe you would say, yeah, there's more missing, but why are we not talking about it then? But this is the thing he's saying, that this article just received, like so much attention that it just spiraled like everyone loves a, a conspiracy yeah but and it's how, many, how many it's how many ships other... how many ships have disappeared like this year that you know of none i would say I don't know. that you know of i mean like, i know there's a ship wreckage off blackpool beach that we could go see right now <laughs> no they're like but that were like in the news like headlines like a flight's gone down or actually no down. i have heard of ships yeah yeah I have heard of ships because I haven't heard. And of it is in the current. It is around the think of off the top. Yeah, of my yeah, head. yeah. I don't. I don't know the exact like name of it, but it is like it was in the Caribbean, like around the Caribbean islands, and um, and it was slowly, slowly sinking, leaking all this oil. And the point of it being on social media was the fact that the news outlets weren't telling you, and it's like yeah. all this damage is being done to this ocean. Now and they're not telling you this because the big like the theory is like the big companies are paying the news outlets to not tell you this so they don't you don't know how much they're fucking up the earth basically. But I it's think a whole to thing. even have it's a whole thing. to even have four case studies in one particularly like small area of the ocean, I think that's quite a lot. But maybe that's mm. just the conspiracy theorist in me, who knows? I think I think that might be it, if I'm honest. So, Kush also says that the Bermuda Triangle is an area frequented by tropical cyclones. The number of disappearances that did occur were, for the most part, neither disproportionate, unlikely, or mysterious. Again, so why is the guy on the USS Cyclops saying weather fair or well? And then this boat just disappears and no one knows how or why or nothing. No, but it's not, he's not saying, what he's saying is that, like, things like tropical cyclones, they do happen in that area. So you could have a storm come on you within 30 seconds and you haven't even predicted it. It is that, especially that part of the ocean. And I know the, like, Miami coast and things like that, within seconds, you could have, like, they sent alerts out to say, like, shut all your windows blah blah it, it, this is going to be dangerous get inside right now like okay yeah you know cool. I mean? okay so it, 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 stuff like that happens so especially with weather the, like where's, where's any evidence of the ship even existing then i i on it i couldn't tell you, you know what i mean i couldn't tell yeah sorry yeah <sighs> yeah who the fuck knows hey maybe it just sank maybe the whole thing maybe it never existed in the first place oh my god that just made me think have- do not say it's a government cons- conspiracy no, did, I, like- did i tag you in that tiktok okay so guys listen to this tiktok that i listened to and it fucking <laughs> blew my mind it's- we need to start sharing these tiktoks on our I actually am social going media to. i'm gonna put it on the instagram story if i can find it again so it says what if everything outside of your peripheral doesn't exist Oh, you did. You and did all you tag can me see in this, and I'll tag you again. Is, so you yeah, because it's a simulation. So all you can see is what's inside your your vision, and everything outside doesn't exist. I mean, oh my god! It, I thought, oh my god! 
that I'll be honest, it doesn't really blow my mind. And and so. and and I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, but yesterday I was driving I'm to late. work. We're too far gone for that. We're too far gone for that. So I was driving to work, okay, and I was driving and it wasn't windy. I promise you it wasn't windy. And this bird was flying in the same spot, just hovering. Yeah, no, they do that. No, when they've, they've spotted and it was food. trying to yeah. fly, but it wasn't moving. And I thought, no, oh my God, no, honestly, that's a glitch in the Matrix. No, I, honestly, <laughs> you that is what they do. There's no point in even no, saying No, I have seen, I've seen them and Megan's being like, what the fuck is that bird doing? How is it hovering? I'm like, they do that when they've spotted food or something on the ground. They do hover until it they get to the point where It was on the road. It was hovering over the road. That I was and driving. It is a thing the birds do. It's also a glitch in the matrix. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> you, you're not, you're not going to make me into a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, that's fine, but you're not going to not make me one. So as long as we just both have that mutual understanding. Okay, so the next bit is paranormal explanations. I'm not sure I'm the best one to be, uh, ex- like speaking about this because yeah, sure you are. But I'm the less likely to believe it. <laughs> no, you love paranormal stuff though. Yeah, but when it comes to conspiracy theories, I love a good ghost. Love a good ghost. So, triangle writers. That's what they're called. Did you know? I was listening to a podcast today. I was listening to a podcast today, and they were calling people ufologists. Is that a thing? What? Because I want to be that. (laughs) It's like when people call themselves a conspiracy theorist, and I think, is that actually a job that people can get paid to do? Because how do you apply for that? Probably, yeah. You can't be like a, a renowned conspiracy theorist, though, can you? Like, you can be a renowned scientist. No, if you're, if you're a renowned conspiracy theorist, you're a renowned crazy person. No, but in most do you know, eyes. you can't, like, make it into a career, surely, can you? <laughs> some people have, but... I don't know. Some people have, but they write books, don't they? Like, right. Yeah, that's what I say, like, writing books and articles and things like that, yeah. like, researching it. Yeah. That would I would be the worst person for that job, if I'm honest. Anywho, triangle writers have used a number of supernatural concepts to explain the events that we've just spoken about. One explanation pins the blame on leftover technology from the mythical lost continent of Atlantis. Sometimes connected to the Atlantis story is the submerged rock formation known as the Bimini Road off the island of Bimini in Bahamas, which is in the triangle by some definitions. As we said, some people think that it goes all the way over to the Irish coast. So everything's going to be included in it, in that sea. So, yeah. Followers of the purported psychic Edgar Case take his prediction that evidence of Atlantis would be found in 1968. (laughs) as referring to the discovery of the Bimini Road. Believers describe the formation as a road, wall, or other structure, but the Bimini Road is of natural origin. That is something we know for certain. Personally, I've never heard of it. Anywho. Other writers attribute the events to UFOs. Charlie Berlitz, author of various books on unusual phenomena, list several theories attributing the losses of in the triangle to anomalous or unexplained forces. I mean, if you basically if you can't explain it, it's going to be a UFO, right? 
think that Charles Berlitz just fucking loves UFOs. He wrote a book. He's written a book on the Bermuda Triangle, which I actually have. I didn't realize it was him that wrote it until I started reading it. Oh, and he wrote. A oh, book, that's the one you got on Yeah, and he wrote a book on Roswell. And I think he's like a ufologist. Oh, okay. He's quite famous. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, the Lost City of Atlantis. Everyone's heard about that. I have, but I don't know much about it. I mean, I think I've written a blog post about it, I think. And it's and it's not that it's not necessarily true, but I think it's definitely been sensationalized. But there are there is a possibility that there is a city that was once above ground and now is underwater. Yeah. But the idea like... that it was like a mythical land that people like have made up. But I know that there are some theories that I think it's like off the coast of Spain. Okay. And I think that there is some like possibility that that could be true, but I think people have made it into like part of the Bermuda Triangle story. I don't know how because it's like a lost city of Atlantis and it's underwater, and the Bermuda Triangle is all about water and blah blah blah. I don't think mm. the only thing I know about Atlantis is that cartoon that I saw when I was a kid. You know the movie? No, I think it's called. Do you know, oh, you know with, the, with the guy? Do you know what it always reminds me of? You know, in Star Wars, when they go to Jabba the Hutt's like town yes. and it's under the water. Yeah. That's always what I Im- imagine the Lost City of Atlantis to look like. Yeah, yeah. Not Jabba the Hutt. I just or, called him Jabba the Hutt. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar. No, yeah, yeah. Or like um, in friggin' Little Mermaid. You know the way the city is under under the water. I yeah. think that's supposed to be Atlantis, but like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, there are also some natural explanations as opposed to the paranormal ones. The first one being compass variations. Compass problems are one of the cited phrases in many triangle incidents, like we said earlier. While some have theorised that unusual lo- local magnetic anomalies may exist in the area, such anomalies have not been found. Compasses have natural magnetic variations in relation to the magnetic poles, a fact which navigators have known for centuries. Magnetic north and geographic north are exactly the same, only for a small number of places. For example, as of 2000, in the United States, only those places on a line running from Wisconsin to the Gulf of Mexico. But the public may not be as informed and think there is something mysterious about a compass changing across an area as large as the Triangle, which it naturally will. I never knew that. So basically... The compass thing can kind of be scientifically explained away. Yeah. The second natural explanation is rogue waves. According to a Channel 5 documentary, the Bermuda Triangle Enigma, scientists now believe conditions in that area are just right for massive rogue waves um, and have used simulators to demonstrate how these could put ships at risk. That kind of makes me think of, have you ever been to like a swimming pool where they've got like a wave machine? Yes. That's what it makes me think of. Giant wave machine. So University of Southampton oceanographer Simon Boxall stated that there are storms to the south and north which come together, and if there are additional ones from Florida, it can be a potentially deadly formation of rogue waves. And I think, I mean, everyone knows that Florida is like monsoon. Mm-hmm. Like monsoon yeah, I, city. Like- I used to live there, and in certain parts of the year, Jesus, you could have like a hurricane every week. Yeah, it's terrible, and twisters and everything. But like, what it makes that makes me think of is like at the very top of Denmark. Whenever I go see my sister, we sometimes go to this um, beach. The place is called Skagen. 
sorry if I'm saying that terribly wrong, but I know I am. And it's essentially where the North Sea meets the sea, you know, uh, on the other side of Denmark, essentially. Like, I don't know what it's called, but like, literally, the waves are like overlapping each other. It's so weird. It's as if there's a wall going straight down. Really? Yeah, I, but it's it's also never calm like that part of that part of it mm. it, it's so weird like the waves are meeting because they're both going in different directions mm. and like neither way is letting up it's it's really weird it's hard to explain but um yeah that's what makes me think of that so like it's basically as two as two seas meet it is gonna it's gonna be a bit volatile yeah i can imagine something like that being like explain an explanation for why certain things disappear yeah especially yeah. ships and stuff yeah the next one is of the gulf stream the gulf stream is a major surface current primarily driven by the thermohaline circulation that originates in the gulf of mexico and then flows through the straits of florida into the north atlantic it's basically you know when you see on the news how they have the images of the hurricane coming in mm. That's how they can normally tell what um, what direction it's going to take because it follows the street, the Gulf Stream. Mm. So that is the thermohaline, basically. Yeah. And it always curves around. Um, in essence, it's a river within an ocean. And like a river, it can and does carry floating objects. A small plane making a water landing or a boat having an engine trouble can easily be carried away from its reported position by the current. So, yeah. Another one is violent weather. As we've explained throughout this, it's a bit of a volatile area for weather conditions. Um, hurricanes are powerful storms that form in, trop- in tropical waters and have historically cost thousands of lives and billions of dollars in damage the sinking of francisco de bobolida's spanish fleet in 1502 was the first recorded instance of destructive hurricane so these storms in the past have caused a number of incidents related to the triangle based on the location of it powerful downdraft of cold air was suspected to be a cause of the sinking of pride of baltimore on the 14th of may 19th 86. The crew of the sunken vessel noted the wind suddenly shifted and increased in velocity. A National Hurricane Center satellite specialist, God, that is a that is a, a title, isn't it? James Lushine stated during very unstable weather conditions, the downburst of cold air from aloft can hit the surface like a bomb, exploding outward like a giant squall line of wind and water. A similar event occurred to the Concordia in 2010 off the coast of Brazil. Scientists have currently investigated whether hexagonal clouds may be the source of these up to 170 mile per hour air bombs. Quotes. Air bombs. Yeah. That is a that is a daunting thing, isn't it? And the last theory. A final explanation for some of the disappearances has focused on the presence of large fields of methane hydrates on the continental shelves. Laboratory experiments carried out in Australia have proven that bubbles can indeed sink a scale model ship by decreasing the density of the water. Any wreckage consequently rising to the surface would be rapidly dispersed by the Gulf Stream, 
That's fucking crazy that people can learn that. Isn't it? How smart are people? Mm. It has been hypothesized that periodic methane eruptions, sometimes called mud volcanoes, may produce regions of frothy water that are no longer capable of providing adequate buoyancy for ships. If this were the case, such an area forming around a ship could cause it to sink very rapidly without warning. That is... Remind me to never go on a ship. Yeah, I know. That's kind of scary. It's crazy as well. Yeah. So, last year, Australian scientist Carl Krzelnicki claimed that the high number of disappearances cannot be explained by aliens or Atlantis or even by more plausible theories Shut involving up, Carl. waves. Yeah, <laughs> Who the fuck Carl. are you, Carl? You <laughs> love my life. Ruining everyone's fun. <laughs> what a party pooper. Instead, he suggests that the mystery quotes is nothing more than a perfect mix of human error bad weather and high concentration of ships in the area so he told the independent last year i think it was last year i'm just gonna say it was last year this is close to the equator near a wealthy part of the world america therefore you have a lot of traffic according to lloyds of london and the u.s coast guard the number that go missing in Bermuda Triangle is the same as anywhere else in the world on a percentage basis. I think it's just because it is a talked about like part of the world, there is going to be legends and stuff around of sea monsters, and it's just a scary story you tell kids, yeah. isn't it? But like, I'm sure there are like plenty of places around the world where it is more of a local thing. I don't know, about. though. I still personally like. I feel like more ships and planes are missing there then it would then would be normal but i think that's because we don't really hear about mm. things like that from the news but I, yeah. yeah um yeah you there are going to be like scary stories that you tell people to like speak yeah. people out and yeah do you know what i mean and it just happens to be that because the bermuda triangle is such a massive expansive space even if it doesn't go all the way over to the irish coast like people think it's still a huge Mm. amount of space to cover and like try and figure out what happened it's like it's not like it's the it's just the size of england you know what i mean even then that would be an enormous amount of space to cover and and find someone or like a ship or whatever yeah you know what i mean like see there's me trying trying to be a realist and find logic and conspiracy theory Sorry, I'm ruining the fun. No, you're not, because it is true. But, I mean, many people disagree with you, obviously, because it's like a world-famous theory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's it, the Bermuda Triangle. I really like that theory, but I think it's because it's got a really nice ring to it. Like Mm, the name. mm. But also, like, because the world is so big, especially the oceans, I think someone said we only know like yeah five percent of the whole ocean or something, like knowledge wise, and like because it is such like I, I don't know about anyone else, but the ocean fucking terrifies me. Yeah, I think maybe that's why I've, I like love like the sea and the deep ocean, and like I love all that shit. Yeah. I don't know why, Honestly, I get- but yeah, maybe it's because we don't know anything about the ocean. But I'm like, oh, there could be a giant sea monster. But like, it, I get, 
I get shivers down my spine thinking about how deep the sea is and like oh, I love, oh it's I just love, fire. I that weird um, but like we're never we're never gonna know the the ocean do you know what I mean we're never gonna we'll be long gone before that covid or some atomic bomb will get rid of us long before we ever figure out anything about the ocean there's always good in people's minds there's always going to be the possibility of the kraken or like just a general monster or atlantis whatever it is because we're never gonna know yeah i mean the chances of a kraken i mean i would argue that there probably is one something like that because how would you know something in the deep ocean There's there's a whole world under a certain level of the sea like they sent things down there and they've found evidence that there's a whole species of fish and things like that down there that they had no idea even existed do you know what I mean so like crazy isn't it imagine like draining the ocean oh god where would yeah but where would you put the water like... <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. make new clouds <laughs> um anyway that's that so yeah. Yeah. Next Hope you enjoyed. week we're talking about Roswell and we're actually going to talk about Rendlesham as well, which is the English equivalent of Roswell. Well, I hadn't until I was researching Roswell and then I realised that Rendlesham is like an hour and 20 minutes away from me. So I'm going there on Saturday to see if I can find any aliens. Yeah. Are you actually? Oh my no, God, well, I think arrested, it's please. a forest. So I'll be allowed to go there. Oh, but okay. Share your location with me before you go, okay? Just in case. It does actually have a UFO center, like um, like a visitor center, but I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be shut. But I'm going to go. And if anything, just mm-hmm. go for a hike. Yeah. yeah, just get a day out. Get some fresh air. Um, yeah. I've been thinking as well what theme we're going to do after this. I'm not sure. So maybe I will do a Instagram poll for you to decide, everyone. Either cover-ups or we could go back to, like, mums who murder or children who murder or something. But I'm going to put a poll up and you can decide. Yeah. And, yeah, that's it, really. Follow us yes. on Instagram, please. It's at everything with the girls. I'm going to say it every week until you all do it. Please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Do we even have any reviews? We've got star ratings. I want a review. But we haven't actually got, like, good reviews mum if you're listening i want a review please thank you <laughs> my brother said he would do it and he never fucking did it like, I was like, so... oh my dad actually my dad is now a listener so dads review me please or oh, jordan i know you listen to this you loved the shout out last time here's another shout out to jordan <laughs> yeah i know also it's my other brother elliot it's his birthday today i'm pretty sure he's 22 so happy birthday Happy birthday. I'm pretty sure Elliot's 22, so happy birthday, Elliot. Um, Yeah, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.